0: Hey, everyone. This is my uh, first podcast of the test, just to check it out. It is Father's Day, and uh, today is a day where people give thanks to their dads, granddads, moms who act as fathers, and I just want to wish everyone a happy day. It's also a day of reflection for me, in that reflecting on my own dad and his impact on my life. My dad and I used to go fishing a lot. I'll tell you a little fishing story that we used to do or that we, we actually was a great story. We used to go fishing and sometimes we would go fishing in the daytime, but if we wanted to catch something called striped bass, which is a fish that is on the East Coast and it runs at night, we have to go late at night. So one night we went out fishing and went to this bridge called Cross Bay Bridge. And on this bridge, we would go to the highest point and we would cast our lines and you needed a different kind of fishing pole. You needed a deep sea, heavy rod pole with a heavy reel. And we were fishing and we're waiting and we're waiting and no hits, no bites, no anything. So, about I don't know, it probably was 30 minutes, but to me it felt like three hours. I said to my dad, hey, Dad, you know, we've been waiting on the fish. I think we should go home and have them wait on us. He laughed, and in only the way my dad could do he says, okay, let's do that. We went home. And I reflect on that story because patience is something that has a tremendous amount of value if you're being patient about the right things. Now, we might have stayed there longer and we might've gotten a bite or two. But at the end of the day or end of the evening, it was really about the connection with my dad and I. And fishing was where we really connected. As I got older, we got a little distant. And I look back at that time and I think I was struggling with just my own identity. My dad was very religious, he was a minister. I just thought that wasn't too cool. And I didn't really appreciate that part of him. In some respects, I didn't appreciate the fact that religion was the at the forefront of our family. And so, as I got older, I got further and further away from him. Um, but I was really what I was doing was I realized I was getting further and further away from the religion, and our connection never was really the same, I would say from 14, uh, all the way through the rest of his life. We had a connection, a great love for him. It's a great man. And, but I realized that I got lost in the content. And I didn't know that the process was way more important than the content. So like the fishing story, the, it was, wasn't the fact that we were catching fish. It was really about us, he and I, being together. As I look back on my dad's life, it really wasn't about if he, his religious beliefs, my non-beliefs, that was the content. The process was what was important, and, and I didn't get that. I have to honestly admit, I didn't get that. And I wish I had. And now I can say that I understand that I want to encourage anyone. If you have any difficulties with anyone in your life, don't get stuck in the content. Look at the process, the process of being together. And you don't have to have the same beliefs. You don't have to have the same values. Just be open, be compassionate, and allow that compassion to really drive connection and as you do that you tend to at least I find now that when I focus on the process the content sort of takes care of itself meaning that I can then better hear the content I can better communicate I can then understand that person's personality versus my personality Uh, I'm more of a uh, imaginative sort of person So I'm very reflective, I tend to have visions about different things. I could have eight or nine things going on in my head at the same time. And that can be very, very interesting because someone's talking to me and from that imaginary place, I may hear them, I may not, depends on where I'm at. My response, usually if I'm I'm hearing it, I receive things from an imaginary place my response is from my rebel, which is more about the fun, the spontaneity, being creative um, and and having contact. So I'll respond. And, And a story like that, or a story I have about that is when the whole piece went down with George Floyd and we went into social unrest and people were reaching out to me because I do this our Instagram piece called Rope Talks, where I talk about different aspects of leadership, life, motivation, personality. And I had several people reaching out to me, but I wasn't really responsive because I was still in a reflective place. And I just wanted to reflect and I wanted to get a sense of who I was and what I was doing and what, what I really was feeling from various perspectives on Black Lives Matter to to just the entire thing, to the looting, everything. And I'll never forget, it was a Tuesday after that Friday when everything went down, and I was decided that, I woke up that morning and I decided, you know, I'm just going to stay in bed. I have no clients. I don't have anything really to do. I'm going to stay in bed, do some reading, maybe watch some Netflix, and sort of a combination of, I would say that I was probably in the beginning phases of not feeling great. And it was around 11.30, I got a text from a friend of mine and he said to me, hey, Jerome, I thought by now you would have another rope talk out about what's going on. And I immediately shifted, my energy shifted. I got up, took a shower, came to my office, and in an hour put together a whole program for Zoom conference around what was happening and put out the invitation, put it on Instagram, send it to other people. And I ended up having about 14 or 15 people attend my Zoom call that Friday around what was going on. And it wasn't until about a week or so later that I realized what happened. What happened was everyone up to that point was looking to me for resource. They were, they wanted, they were using me as a resource. And so was my friend who talked about the Rope Talks. The difference was he spoke the language that I needed to hear. He spoke the language of my rebel, which allowed me to be spontaneous, creative, and playful, because that's what my rope talks are. While I'm talking about sometimes some serious things, I'm also playing around with my rope and having conversations. So he spoke, he triggered the language, and he made that connection around my channel which allowed me to then go and um, do it. So as you, as we go through this whole aspect of life, uh, around COVID, around social unrest, things that are changing, there's so many unknowns. And it's okay to not know. I, I, I think that's the really the biggest takeaway for me is I don't need to know. I don't have to have an answer. Matter of fact, in my personality style, Asking me a lot of questions actually drives me kind of nuts. If you want to know something from me, it's probably you need to be more directive. You need to say, Jerome, tell me how you feel. And, or Jerome, how is it, how is it, or you can't really, the how is it doesn't really work for me. It's it's more about being directive. It's really being about saying that I, I would like to know something, or or can you, will you uh, tell me tomorrow, or let me know when you are ready to talk, things like that. And it's a very fine line, because other people, they want questions. My wife, she's a question person. She loves the questions, she wants to ask questions. She loves questions, but her style is, she's a very, her base style is very open. She's very nurturative, she's very, outgoing she's um, mo- motivated internally her motivation comes from herself internally my motivation is externally meaning you have to i have to feel have to be pulled so like when my friend asked me about the rope he pulled me and motivated me to do something about that so this is my first foray into doing the podcast there's probably a lot more to do but I'm going to start right there and just see how this goes If you have any interest in more, check me out. This is Jerome Green. Bye.